Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hi listeners, I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. Hi, Geekscapists. The Geekscape podfather, Jonathan, here. In May, we lost one of our own. Longtime Geekscapist, Christopher Ellis, who was a friend and a part of our geek community from the very beginning. Chris even met his wife, Sarah, through our podcast, and their 2015 wedding seemed like a giant Geekscape party. Chris's final weeks battling in the hospital shed light on a huge national problem. The COVID pandemic has almost completely depleted our national and local blood banks. These supplies are used by thousands of hospitals to provide life-saving treatments to patients or to buy enough time for loved ones just to say goodbye. So for the next month and beyond, we're going to do it big in Chris's memory and do some good in the process. We're throwing a blood drive. Visit www.aabb.org to find a donation center near you or visit other blood and platelet donation centers like the Red Cross. And let's make things interesting. For the next month, take a selfie of yourself donating with the hashtag GeekscapeGives and tag your favorite Geekscape podcast. We'll pick some charitable Geekscapists to send prizes to, and the podcast that gets mentioned the most will also get some cool rewards. I should actually cancel the podcast that gets mentioned the least. Can I do that? Whatever. The point is, go out there and donate some blood, tag a selfie of yourself doing it with the hashtag GeekscapeGives, and get others to do the same. We couldn't save our friend Chris, but we can do a whole lot of good in his name. Geekscape forever! It's going to be a very musical August. Oh, um, a very musical August. So we're back now. Or it's, it's our first time recording post our stream, which I mm-hmm. think turned out very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I personally have gotten back on stage. For anyone that knows me, I'm super into theater. 
And honestly, it's been my first time back on stage in five years. Also, a pandemic happened last year. So I was supposed to return last year. But, you know, the funniest thing happened. (laughs) But yeah, so we're turning August into musical August. Yeah, it is. So we're going to start with a softball, right? We're not going to talk about a we're not going to talk about a musical per se. But the, the topic at hand is taking a Christmas song and making a movie out of it. A la a last Christmas. Yes. So, you know, last Christmas took the George Michaels classic and turned it into a delightful rom-com about a woman and her ghost. Yes. So, um, which I still <laughs> say, don't let anyone talk you out of watching Last Christmas. Everyone deserves to experience it. No, it's a beautiful once. movie. It's a fantastic movie and it's like there's parts where it's beautiful for genuine reasons and then there's parts where it's beautiful in the like room troll two kind of way, so like you get two two yeah. different types of movies like in one movie. It's impressive. It is. It's pretty great. So Dylan, yes. do you want me to go first or are you ready? You go first because mine's a little smaller now that I'm I, I I've got something in my head, but you go first. I like where I'm gonna take mine though. So go ahead, you go first. Okay, so this should be no shock to okay. anybody, and keep in mind, like we said, like last Christmas is like just barely related to the song, right? Like the song they pull quite literally, like I gave you my heart and yeah. stuff like that, but but it's not about the song. No. I think that there is something that could be mined out of Fairy Tale of New York. Okay. By the Pogues, right? Because like at its core, it's this anti-love song, I guess you could say. It's mm-hmm. it's about a couple that's just relationship has fallen to shit on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the movie I want to necessarily make, but I want it to be one of those films where, similarly to how in Last Christmas, right, throughout that movie, beyond the fact that the lyrics are quite literal, yeah. the whole soundtrack is George Michael's songs, and then it builds to the finale where Amelia Clark sings the song Last Christmas in a musical show. So would you have, like, the Pogues music all throughout the movie? Because I don't know much about the Pogues besides Fairy Tale of New York. So no, because most of my favorite Pogues songs are them covering Irish standards anyway. Okay. But I would have a very Celtic-heavy soundtrack. Okay. And it might be about two Irish people living in New York City, and you might even call the movie a fairy tale of New York I like City. It. But I like, like it. you're following their ups and downs through like their first Christmas in the States and throughout bits and pieces of like you hear bits and pieces of the song. Like they walk past a building where a choir is singing Goyle May. You know what I mean? Like you have like those little pieces of the song scattered throughout, but at its core, it's just a beautiful romantic comedy set at Christmas time. Okay. I can, I can get behind that. I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Okay. And I am going to take baby. It's cold outside Mm -hmm. and turn it into a thriller. Oh. Yeah. So, like, it's well known that Baby It's Cold Outside has faced scrutiny over the past couple years. 2021, you and I have talked about our feelings on the song Baby It's Cold Outside. I still absolutely adore that song. Same. But I also understand people's feelings. Exactly. Towards that song. (laughs) 
in my version of Baby It's Cold Outside, we lean heavily into people's feelings on that (laughs) song. And I want, like, Marky Mark, like, in fear. So let's just remake Fear, but call it Baby It's Cold Outside and set it during Christmas. And okay. boom, there's my, there's my movie. Okay, I've got another one. to throw. Okay. I'm, like, scrolling through my Christmas playlist that I have. And this one jumped out at me. Yeah. Because uh, I'm like, there's got to be some other good ones. Yeah. Could we make a movie Okay. totally around... Yes. Runs verse in Christmas and Hollis. Ooh, okay. So I'm gonna have to pull up Runs verse. So I can tell you Runs verse. You don't yeah. even have to read it. Go ahead. It was it was December 24th in Hollis Ave in the dark, and I see this man chilling with his dog in the park. I approached him very slowly. Then my heart filled with fear. Turned out that dog was actually an ill reindeer. Then I started ailing because the man had a beard and a bag full of goodies. Twelve o'clock it neared. I turned my head a second. Then the man was gone, but he must have left his wallet right there on the lawn. I picked the wallet up and then I took it. Took a pause because when I saw his license, it said it was Santa Claus. A million dollars in it, hundreds of G's, enough to buy a boat and matching car with ease. But I'd never steal from Santa, so that ain't right. So I'm going home to mail it back to him that night. But when I got home, I bugged because. Under the tree was a letter from Santa that said the dough is for me. Okay. All right. So I we definitely we need to delve further into this. This is this is <laughs> this is our next Frosty the Snowman episode. Yeah, right so, here. So okay. that whole verse is like the third act of the movie. You know okay. what I mean? Like you know, okay. like it's like dude down on his luck in Hollis Ave. Just things aren't going right. He's going to lose his house. And he's a good dude. You know what I mean? Like, it's like one of those things. It's like an It's a Wonderful Life type situation, right? Like, everybody loves this guy. He's done so much for his neighborhood. But it's never been financially beneficial for him to be this good guy. And now this is the Christmas where he is probably going to get evicted. And things are just looking, looking bad. And he's going for a walk in the park. And all of a sudden he sees this guy... And he starts having a conversation with the guy. And maybe that's where it starts. It starts with him walking in the park. Ooh. And he's talking to this guy on the bench. And he and tells his story. Yeah. He tells his story. And then he looks and he realizes that this guy looks a lot like Santa Claus. Okay. And he does a double take. But when he looks back again, guy's gone. But there's the wallet on the ground. And then, you know, he's like, oh, my God, it's Santa Claus. I have the wallet. And there's all this money in it, and all this money could solve all my problems, but I'm not going to steal from Santa because, again, he's a good guy. He yeah. does the right thing every time. So he goes home. He's like, let me go home. I don't know how I'm going to mail this to the North Pole, but I'm going to mail this to the North Pole. Or, or okay, pause. Okay, pause. Actually, I guess this would get too ridiculous. No, 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 no. Dude, <laughs> dude hold on. Get too ridiculous. This entire episode is based off of a movie where a girl gets a fucking heart transplant okay, and then fair. is like stalked by the ghost. Admittedly, <laughs> this is getting a little ridiculous, but maybe this the wallet happens at the end of act one. Okay. And then act two is he goes out of his way to get to the North Pole to deliver the wallet back to Santa and then Santa's like, oh, ho, ho, that was your gift. Merry Christmas. And he's like, oh, man, Santa, you saved my year. But then, like, the twist is that he just spent all of the money getting to all the All the money. Pole, yeah. And then he's sad and broke again. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> he's spending all the money, but he's filling it with IOUs. And then he gets, oh, my God. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you know where I'm going with this uh, yet? Do take you me there. Take me there. Go for it. So he spends all of this money trying to get to the North Pole to return this wallet to Santa because he knows it's the right thing to do. Okay. And Santa's like, oh, Santa's getting old. It needs to retire. And this was a test. And you passed, boy. Oh, You're the new God. Santa Claus. <laughs> Enjoy this house rent free. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's cold as fuck. Like. <laughs> You're magically insulated for it. You don't know. Oh, my God. All right. Cast it. Give me the cast. Okay. I mean, can we get Rev Run Run? Do we want to put Rev Run? Like, he needs a cameo, at least in this movie. Oh, yeah. He's definitely going to have a cameo. Would it be wrong to put him as, like, head elf or something? I mean, why not cast him as a reverend? Okay. He's literally Rev Run. Yeah. Maybe he's, like, in New York. Like, he's one of those people preaching on the street at christmas time or whatever maybe the guy is like not sure what he's gonna do with the money like he's considering yeah. taking and the, the rev money is and like yep. well you gotta return it exactly yeah All right, so so thinking cast thinking cast okay john goodman for santa do we decide did we find out if he played santa ever he i believe he played santa in that live action live version action. of year without a santa claus Okay, so he needs to play Santa in like so a movie that people I, have seen. I fear we're taking an 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 urban Christmas song and whitewashing it. Oh <laughs> God, you are absolutely right. Okay, okay, no, okay, you're totally right. Scrap all of that. All right, so who's someone who I think would be funny, but charming and likable? You want you want to cheer for him. You know who I'm picturing. I'm picturing the guy that played Collins in Rent, who was also in Law and Order. Okay. Oh my God! Can you do you know who I'm talking about? I vaguely. Okay. I'm okay. I, I need to. I'm look gonna up. throw. I'm gonna throw out. Oh no! I just figured it out. What? Donald Faison, baby. Like I would absolutely cast Donald Faison. I'm going to literally send this episode to Donald Faison. Do it. And say, hey man. Let's do this. Okay. Let's make this movie a reality. <laughs> like, not only do I love him because of Scrubs, and I obviously do love him because of Scrubs. Yeah. But, you know, listening to the podcast that he does with Zach Braff, Fake Doctor's Real Friends. Yeah. Like, he is a very likable person who I do think never got nearly as much credit as he did. You know what I mean? Like, he went from being the guy from Clueless to being the guy from Scrubs, but he never was just Donald Faison. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so like, let's give him like a real meaty Christmas. This will play every year. Kids will grow up. He'll be to a lot of kids, a generation of kids. He'll be their first black Santa. I love it. I'm for it, dude. I'm for it. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hi, listeners. I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. 
We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. Yeah, I'm for it. So, all right. And we said, we can go with John Goodman. I mean, he hasn't played, he would be a great Santa. And we talked about that in Frosty. And he was a, a decent Santa in a really bad movie. So we could definitely do John Goodman as Santa. Like, I'm fine or with that. Or if we want to get really nerdy, if we want to get really nerdy, we already got Donald Faison, like, known Star Wars nerd. Yeah. Maybe get real weird. Maybe Kevin Smith plays Santa. Oh, my God. I'm for <laughs> it. I'm for it. And it's, oh my God, it's so funny because you're, you're opening up more topics of conversation. This is way off topic, but I've just started rewatching the Viewers Universe movies. For those of you who don't know, Clerks 3 has, has been announced. They, they've, they're doing a table they're, read. They're filming that yeah, shit yeah, right now. Yeah, they're in the middle yeah. of filming. Very excited for it. I'm excited to see those characters again. Um, I loved it in more recent years that's weird saying recent years when this was 15 years ago i loved clerks 2 reboot was okay everything between clerks 2 and reboot is hit or miss for me i love red state so do you have any other ones that you want to pitch yeah santa claus is a fat bitch by icp of course you do (laughs) and you know how we who we cast as the insane clown posse who jay and silent bob I love it. All right. <laughs> we get uh, Jason Muse as let's make him Jay because in terms of ICP, Violent J raps more than Shaggy does in all of the songs. Maybe not this yeah. one, but in most of the songs. So we cast Jason Muse as Violent J. <laughs> and Silent Too Dope. Like, I was literally going to say, are you going to call him Silent Too Dope or Shaggy Too Bob? Like, I don't know. Shaggy but, Too Bob, dude. I mean, there are countless songs that have been turned into, like, Hallmark movies. One of my first thoughts when you brought this topic up was Christmas Shoes. But I think that was already turned into a movie with is, Rob Lowe. It is right? already, yeah, it's already been done. So I'm going to throw a weird pitch. Weirder than Santa is a fat bitch. <laughs> Yeah, well, because I'm well weird in the sense that I'm kind of cheating here. Okay. I think that there should be a movie of Trans Siberian's first album, Christmas Eve and Other Stories, because uh, it already has a narrative. It's already built to be told as a story. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and those songs rip. Yeah. When you get to Old City Bar in that movie, yeah. You tell me you're not going to have a tear coming down. <laughs> Did you cry? 100%. We've talked about this before, like lyrics that, like, just gut punch you yeah and the one of them is in old city bar in by trans-siberian orchestra towards the end of the song when it builds and he just goes like if you want to arrange it the yeah. world you could change it and i'm like yeah you can like, <laughs> side note i may have cried during my walk this morning while listening to leonard skinner Freebird. uh so <laughs> i'm in a I'm in a rough place. I don't know. I'm for it. So like, here's the thing. And I almost wrote a Facebook status about it. And I was like, 
there is no way to articulate what is happening right now that doesn't make me seem like a crazy person. But yeah. I was like, I'm on this walk. I go for an hour long walk every morning now. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, the wind is blowing and all of a sudden, no, not, e- not even that part happens. Just the organ starts at the start of the song. And I'm like, oh, oh, Freebird, I haven't listened to this song in a while. And then that guitar comes in. And it's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's so gorgeous out here. And then as he's singing the lyrics to Freebird, I'm thinking about all of the crazy decisions I've just recently made that are allowing me to be taking a walk first thing in the morning. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I've heard this song a billion times, and it's never dawned on me that this song is, like, a love song to people willing to take a crazy risk to, like, live out their dreams. So then, like... I'm just getting up to my front step as the guitar solo is happening. And I'm just like literally sobbing. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I was just like, I'm so overwhelmed by like, I'm doing the right thing. Like, it was like, you have those moments where you're like, I feel like something's telling me this is the right thing. And right now that something is the sweet guitar riffs of Leonard Skinner. Yeah, dude. It's like letting me know I'm okay. That riffs, man. Dude, Freebird's so good. It's And you know what it is? It's It's become like... You know, like, it's, like, the joke now, like, hey, play Freebird. And, like, I totally get it. But, like, at certain times when you listen to it, you're like, I mean, there's a reason why people made that the standard of what you yell yeah, out at the concert. That like, song it is, is a pretty good fucking song. incredible. And, and, <laughs> like, and it does. And, dude, that guitar solo comes in, and it that, that, that gives me chills every time. I will never dude, not I, get chills if I'm listening to Freebird from beginning to end, and that part hits. It's, it's, I think what the other thing is, we're so far off of Christmas, so we're on par for Christmas 365. Dude, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's August. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like that guitar solo has three or four different points where the first time you listen to it, you yeah. think the song's over. And then you're like, oh no, they've got more. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It comes back together. Uh, you know what other Leonard Skinner song makes me sad? Is it Tuesday's Gone? Because yep. that's mine. 100%, oh my God. dude. 100%. It's my number one Leonard Skinner song. Number one by song. a bullet. Oh, it's beautiful. And it makes me think of Happy Gilmore, which is great. But I also just think it's a beautiful song. It, it, see, I, I'm still stuck in the dazed and confused. All right. So I only have one other thing that I could possibly consider turning into maybe not a movie, but a uh, like a, a kid's 45-minute short. But do you have anything? I do. I do. Um, very similar. Little St. Nick by the Ooh. Beach Boys. We go tropical. Santa goes oh. tropical. And we'll use some of the Beach Boys Christmas songs all throughout because they have multiple Christmas albums. And you know what? We'll make it like those old movies back in the day where we'll put like a band playing the Beach Boys in the movie. So I have an idea for that concept too. Yes. Right? Okay. So we we establish that the week before Christmas, Santa's always a ball of nerves about everything. Okay. So Mrs. Claus is like, I'm giving you a Christmas gift. I've gotten you some tickets. You can go to Hawaii for the week before Christmas. Just relax. Calm yourself. And he's like, okay. (laughs) Then a hurricane hits. Oh, no. He's not sure if he's going to be able to get off the island in time. Okay. So the elves bring Christmas to the island for him. 
with all the reindeer and it's like if we're not going to be able to deliver the toys we'll at least get to spend christmas together here on this this island does he at least send a message to everyone in the world <laughs> he goes hold up <laughs> yeah like so so we may not be able to deliver the toys Sin but at is least caught in a ho ho hurricane <laughs> 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 I just love that. We may not be able to deliver toys, but at least we'll spend Christmas together. Meanwhile, billions of children in the world are like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's I happening? Mean, isn't that, listen, that's got to be better than a year without Santa where literally the news is just like, Santa's just not into it, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as a message is delivered, like maybe Santa sends like a, a message in a bottle. Man, Santa is a dick in like every Rankin and Bass. Oh, yeah. Special. Oh, yeah. And like, we'll, or we got to save our Rankin Bass talk. But Jesus, you are not fucking wrong, dude. <laughs> you are not wrong. I do love Year Without a Santa Claus. And the, the fucking weird use of Blue Christmas at the end of that one is so <laughs> odd. So the last one, and yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with this song or not. Okay. If you're not, you will be before we are done this podcast because I want us to cover this album so badly. Dude, I'm for uh, it. But, I'm for it. But the Bare Naked Ladies put out an album called Bare Naked for the Holidays. Okay. And it's mostly covers, but there's a handful of originals. And the, the originals are almost all very pretty, beautiful songs. Okay. But then there's another song <laughs> that's okay. an original yeah. featuring Michael Bubble. Um, (laughs) also known as Michael Buble a little bit of the Buble they do a song called Elves Lament and it is a song written from the perspective of an elf who has just fucking had it Okay, he's had enough (laughs) and it's like basically him and the other elves trying to like start a union send a message to Santa of like look man we work hard literally all year round and you get all the credit. None of the kids are like, thank you, elves, for your hard work. They're just like, thanks, Santa, for delivering it. So it's like, you could turn something like some like pseudo, like uh, all of the other reindeer, yeah. or like a Rankin and Bass claymation type deal, like a throwback to that of like an elf trying to start a union. I love BNL, and we'll get into that when we cover that episode, but very <laughs> underrated band. And I see that glint in your eyes. You're thinking about the community theme. I 100% <laughs> am, dude. <laughs> I 100% am, but we'll save that for the BNL special <laughs> episode that we will do. Well, this was a great kickoff to, to musical August. Good discussion. Guys, you have to remember, like we keep Christmas going 365 days in the year sometimes we take steps away from the full-blown christmas experience because uh it's like a hundred degrees outside right now tune in next week as we continue our musical journey this time we were taking songs and turning them into movies next week we're gonna be taking some movies and we're gonna be turning them into some musicals yay (laughs) merry christmas matt merry christmas dylan oh whoa I don't know. Everyone has a podcast now. Well, not really. What is true is that, according to Nielsen statistics, 55% of the U.S. population, that's over 155 million people, 
have listened to a podcast and 24% of the population, that's 68 million people, listen to podcasts weekly. And these numbers continue to trend upward. What's also true is that over 75% of all podcasts fade away after the first few episodes. It could be for a variety of reasons, lack of strong concept, poor production value, people not realizing how much time needs to be dedicated to it, or simply just not knowing how to get the word out about podcasts. That's where WeKnowPodcasting.com comes in. At WeKnowPodcasting.com, we have a combined 25 years of podcast experience, and we can help you achieve your podcasting goals. Whether you need help starting a new podcast or want to take your currently active podcast to the next level, we got you. From consultations to concept development, from theme music to editing, promotion, animation, graphics, you name it and we're here to help. Don't become another failed podcast statistic. Let us guide you and help your show become a success. Check out the website at WeKnowPodcasting.com. And even if you're on the fence, don't hesitate to reach out. We're friendly guys, we're passionate about pods, and we're here to help. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hi listeners, I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 